Father, we bless your holy name. Why didn't you lift up your hand in total awe of God? The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Let every voice in the world be silenced. That by the help of the Holy Spirit, we transmit into the frequency of God. That the heavens be open over us, O oh God. That clarity of understanding comes to your people. A divine empowerment to break through every opposition. The blessing of wisdom, the wisdom of God's to come upon us. That the destiny in Christ that we know belongs to us. That we begin to attain unto these things. It is with love we have come to worship you. It is with understanding that there is no other God besides Jehovah. None is comparable to you. You are the Alpha and you are the Omega. You are God all by yourself. You are the beginning and the end at the same time. You dwell in eternity and you encase man in time. You set your glory above the heavens. The angel cried, Holy, Holy unto the Lord. You are the one that is robed in holiness and righteousness. You are the one that hides himself in a light that no man can approach. You are the one that rides upon the wings of the wind. You are the one that is called the ancient of days. The great and the mighty God we worship. We ask, oh God, this evening that you manifest yourself amidst us. Manifest your glory, oh God. Put the devil to shame. Let the light shine in darkness and let the darkness disappear. The, the, the darkness of poverty, of shame, of squalor, of disease. Let the light of God shine and all the darkness and the works of darkness disappear. Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, Son of God, we worship you. We bless the name of the Lord because he has pleased God to put everything under your feet. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest that the works of Satan and the devils be destroyed. Even as we come today, let shackles fall away. Let things change for better. Let the word of God be quick and powerful in manifestation amongst us. Let everyone that has come, oh, go back home rejoicing. Let the name of the Lord be glorified. Blessed be the name of our King. Forever and ever his name is blessed. In Jesus name we pray. Once you say amen, clap your hands together and just appreciate. Just appreciate Jesus. He's our Christ, Jesus. The son of God. I want to thank Grace Corral. God bless you. I want to thank Grace Corral on instruments. God bless you. You may be seated this evening. Hallelujah. This is our prayer war room and we mean business. Help me tell your neighbor, I'm here to do serious business. Hallelujah. I know that you have made it through so many troubles, so many things that wanted to hold you back. 
But somehow, you managed to make it here. And none of us is going home empty in Jesus' name. May there be a divine deposit upon our lives exactly what we need. May that deposit come this evening in Jesus' name. I know that some of our members are struggling through traffic and work and also to be here. And we pray that the Lord will make room for them to be here on time in Jesus' name. And even for as many as want to be here and cannot make it, may the grace of God this evening be extended unto them too in Jesus' name. But I'm just so aware these days of the devices of Satan that every time we want to pray or do serious uh, warfare, um, everything just goes crazy. And I want you to be, um, not to be unaware of the devices of the enemy and make adjustments ahead of time so that it, it just doesn't stop you. Hallelujah. How many of you remember that we're in the season of good news? Wave your hands to the Lord. Even the gospel is called the gospel of good news. Wave your hand to the God of good news. Tell the Lord that good news is our portion. Good news all over our lives. Good news to erase every bad news. Good news to swallow up the, the season of no news. Just wave your hands unto the Lord. Say, Lord, I bless you. I receive good news. The word of the Lord has come. Nothing is going to stop me from receiving good news. We bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this evening, I want to take a little time. I want you to stay with me. The Lord kind of rebuked me and said, when you declare good news, you should talk to them on how to maneuver in the season of good news. Because when good news is declared, it's not everybody that your good news is going to just come so easily and deposited in your bank account or uh, the man just comes a nice diamond ring and gives you the ring and everything just going to be so easy. It's not everybody. Who knows what I'm talking about? Some of us have to operate in wisdom. Some of us have to be resilient in the place of faith. Some of us have to do some warfare. Some of us have to avoid some things. So to this moment, I'm going to read scripture to you and it's going to lead us to prayer. And my prayer is that you will understand where you are at in the agenda of God in this season of good news in Jesus' name. But can I tell you something? That good news has left heaven for you is not in doubt. But for the good news to arrive and be received and activated is another thing. It will surprise you what you'll find as we read 1 Kings 18. 1 Kings 18, I want to read verses 41 to 45a. I'm reading from the message translation of the Bible. How many of you remember that Elijah, by the word of the Lord, said for three and a half years there'll be no rain? And when there's no rain, <laughs> that's bad news. And when bad news has gone for a long time, there's no news. And what you need is good news. And this is the good news. Say amen. amen. And Elijah said to Ahab, Up on your feet. Eat and drink. Celebrate. Hello somebody. Elijah goes to Ahab in the midst of the famine. Looks the king in the eye and says, Ahab, 
get up on your feet, eat and drink, celebrate. Why? Because rain is on the way. Can you say amen to that? It says rain is on the way. I hear it coming. You can't hear it, but I hear it coming. And this is what happens when a man of God shows up. You say things and people are saying, but we can't see it. We can't hear it. He says, rain is certainly on the way. It's not here yet. I hear it coming. And Ahab did it. I wish I could say that about the believers today. And Ahab was was a very bad king. He was not a godly king. Ahab that was not even Christian did it. He got up, he ate, he drank, he celebrated right in the middle of farming. It takes a lot when you haven't seen any change to celebrate. If somebody were to ask Ahab, what are you celebrating? God bless you. (laughs) A lot of you won't do something because you're afraid of your neighbors. You're afraid somebody will say you're crazy. Ahab, you're celebrating. What are you celebrating? We're still in the farming. But that's what the man of God said. Bible says that Ahab did it, got up and ate and drank. Somebody say amen. Say amen. amen. You can't walk with God by dwelling only on the physical realm. You will miss God. I told you right your good news. This is it at the altar. Somebody will say, what has it got to do with anything? That's what God said. Celebrate in the midst of your problems. You know, that's one reason why we need to come to church. If there's trouble in your office, you can't celebrate there. If there's trouble in your home, you can't celebrate there. If there's trouble in the bank, but when you come to church, do you know that nobody can tell you not to celebrate in church? That's why when you come to church, when the music is going to dance, shout, run, because at least I got a place I can celebrate. Famine or no famine, I will celebrate because I can hear the sound of rain coming. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Ahab did it. And Ahab was a bad man. He got up, he ate and drank. Bible says, but meanwhile, Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, Mount Carmel, bowed deeply in prayer. Because just because I can feel it, just because God told me, just because I hear it, does not mean all that remains is for me just to be walking all over the place. Somebody under the sound of my voice, if Elijah who heard it still went and prayed, when you leave church, I beg you, take the word and pray that word. A translation says he put his ears between his knees. You know why? So that I don't hear even my wife's comment. I don't hear my neighbor's comment. So anybody that will say anything contrary to the word of God, I don't want to hear. The reason why some of us are struggling is we listen to too many people. If you can't tell them to shut up, put your ears between your knees. So he started praying. And I thank God for the praying Christians. Can the praying Christians say amen? 
I had only three people. Can they pray Christian? Say amen. I hear you on this side. I hear you on this side. Then he said to his young servant, listen to this. After praying, he had heard God. He had told the king. The king had done it. He now told the servant. You see, there's a sequence. It is after you have prayed, you should be confident to step out. Not just when you heard God. You hear God, you pray on it, then you step out. He now called the servant. He said, little boy, come, come, come. On your feet now. Look to the sea. And go and look for proof of what I heard from God. And so the young man went, looked and reported back and said what? I don't see a thing. Somebody say full stop. I can't hear you. I don't see a thing. I don't see a thing. I don't see a thing. I wish he said, but I will still see something. You know what he said? I don't see a thing full stop. It's like, oh God, did you hear well? You leave church and you tell somebody, check my account. It says, it's still unread. And doesn't refer to your word. The boy said, I didn't see a thing. He didn't say, but I trust God what he told you. The word full stop means talk another talk. Some people you're here. Somebody has negated every promise of good news you've heard. Somebody has acted in a certain way that you can't even lift up your head. Somebody has messed with you so much and put a full stop against the promise you left church with. That was what this young man was doing. And this young man was supposed to be a servant of the man of God. So there are people that in church, there are fire brigade. They put out the fire of the Holy Spirit in your life. I don't see a thing. Are you, are you kidding me? You don't see a thing. Does that change what Jehovah said? The one that collect those things that be not as though they were. The one that made the things that we see from the things we cannot see. So why must you see something before you believe God? Blessed that those who have not seen, but they believe. Can the believers clap their hands? You know, let's talk. Let's talk. This is not Lagos State House of Assembly. This is the house of the Lord. And this is the word of God, the mystical word of God that shaped everything that we see and we have. Say, I can't see a thing. Anybody that says, I can't say a thing, full stop. You have every right to remove the full stop and put it in their pocket. Full stop means that that's the end of the matter. Help me look at your neighbor and say, listen, no matter what happens, that's not the end of the matter concerning my good news. I'm not the advocate of people that say, I reject this, I reject it, but this full stop, I reject it. Take your full stop and take it home. I take my good news and I shout with praise unto God. I don't see a thing. I don't see a thing. Now you sabi. It says I don't see a thing. It's such an insolent way of dealing with somebody's word from the Lord. It's it's bad enough. See if he said I, I can't see. I can't see a thing. Meaning the tiniest manifestation of your promise. I can't see. And you're supposed to be my servant. I should fire you. I should fire you. You know what Elijah said after the full stop? Read with me. He said what? 
keep looking, said Elijah. Seven times if necessary. Somebody say full stop. My own full stop is on the word of God. Which means after the full stop, you can't change it. Can I tell you something? Even some suggestions, some behavior of people, never let the matter rest there. Take it and turn it back the way God spoke to you. Take your full stop. I will put my own full stop after what God has said. That's why I said, you will go seven times if necessary. Let me tell you something. No matter what it takes, the counsel of the Lord will be done. The Bible says there are many thoughts in a man's heart. There are many postulations. There are many arguments. There are many permutations. But only the counsel of the Lord alone shall stand. Full stop. Anybody that says anything and tries to put a full stop without the word of God ending it, don't allow them to do it. Remove the full stop. Put it in their boot. Open the boot and put your full stop and push the car away. Because the counsel of the Lord is my portion and the portion of my household and the portion of grace assembly can you say amen to that he said listen if necessary whatever you have to do if you have to go seven times you will go but i'm not going to allow you to put a full stop here and so what happens the next verse says and sure enough And sure enough, the seventh time, the same man who said full stop, if you had allowed him to stay with the full stop, he changed his mind and said, oh yes, a cloud. Then he said, but very small. Who asked you? Cloud, not cloud. Can you see the, the tendency of this boy? You want to minimize what God is doing. I see a cloud. As if he wasn't happy about it, but very small. The word sure enough, I wish somebody would help me, means just as God said. The word sure enough, against all odds. The word sure enough, ah, ah, can you believe it? And sure enough, the seventh time, the man with annoying full stop, had to say, oh yes, a cloud, but very small. No bigger than somebody's hand right, rising out of the sea. Who beg you? Once you see cloud, stop there. Full stop. Don't put very small. May the enemy not put small, very small on our blessing in the name of the Lord. See, the, the thing with this, a gate does not have to be big to lead to a big house. The size of the gate does not determine the size of the house. So whether my cloud is small does not mean my rain will be small. Let me try the people. Just because my cloud is small does not mean my rain is going to be small. It says, quickly then, on your way, tell Ahab the king he should saddle up his horse and get down from the mountain before the rain stops him. A small cloud is going to stop a masterful chariot of a king. Somebody I come to tell you, cloud may be small, but something might I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 
Because God does not use big things to do big things. He uses small things to confound the big things. When God wants to give you a set of twins, listen, he gives you some little, you need a microscope to see those things self. And a great future is birthed. When God wants to give you a plantation, he gives you a seed. So just because my cloud is small, baby, don't call my cloud. My cloud is cloud. Leave the small. Take your full stop and go away. Because when God is done with my cloud, wagba, baby, Jesus is Lord. I know I'm prophesying about somebody. You better say amen and amen. He said, my cloud is, the cloud is small. But go tell the king that this cloud will stop him if he does not run. Never let anybody quench your faith by telling you your cloud is small. Elijah didn't allow the full stop. He put his own full stop after the promise. He did not allow the description. No, 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 no. He said, go tell the king. And the king again took off. The last verse. Help me read the, the first line. I said, read the first line. Things happen for... What am I saying to you, saints of God? When your cloud shows up, things are going to happen very, very fast. Things happen fast. The sky grew black with wind-driven clouds. All of a sudden, they saw a small cloud. How come the whole sky is suddenly filled with clouds? And then a huge, someone say huge, a huge cloudburst of rain started. Could it be that God was testing Elijah? If I show you a little cloud, will you move? Or would you stand there complaining that but the cloud is small? How can this cloud produce this. All of a sudden, things happen fast. Maybe you should stand. Let me ask you. You know what a cloud is? A cloud is something you can't hold. A cloud is something usually far for you to reach. But if you know you have at least a cloud of God's promise for good news, why don't you lift up your hand to God? Somebody can say, I can't hold it. Somebody can say, I can't reach it. Somebody can say, it is small. It is too far away. But now you say, just lift up your hand to the God who gave you the cloud. Because the cloud will suddenly become so big. It's going to produce rain. Rain of celebration. Rain of breakthrough. Rain of elevation. Rain of so many good things in your life. Because God is the one that gives the cloud. Never judge God by the size of your cloud. But there's the power of God behind the cloud that will suddenly overtake every other thing. The Bible says the sky was dark with clouds. Lift up your hands to God and say, Lord, I will never again complain that all I see is a cloud. Oh Lord, thank you 
for the clouds. Thank you for teaching me that I should never let anyone put a full stop against my promise. I should never let anyone diminish what God said in my life. Thank you because with the cloud, things will happen fast. Oh, somebody ought to be praying. Hey, things will happen fast. So that all the go slow, all the traffic jam of my finances will suddenly be overtaken by the speed of the things that will happen fast. All the shame, all the struggle will be overtaken by a huge financial breakthrough. Things happen very fast. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, I thank you for my cloud. Things will happen fast in my career. Concerning my desire to get married. Come on. Things will happen fast. Elijah did not push anything, but things began to happen very fast. That's why he told the king, you don't know God, oh. You don't know God, oh. You don't know God, oh. You better start moving. You better start respecting me. You better start being good to me because things are going to move very fast. The change in your family is going to happen very fast. Things that have been stuck for a long time. They're not going to start moving slowly. They're going to move very fast. One little cloud and suddenly it moves so fast. The whole sky was dark. In the next moment, everywhere was filled. I wish I had some believers in the house. I wish I had some worshippers who lift up their hands and say, this is how God speaks. I know the sound of his voice. I know the way God speaks. I can tell that this is God speaking. I can tap into it because it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about my cloud. But things are going to happen very fast. The Bible says the sky grew black. I like the word grew. Begin to pray. Say, just as my cloud is there, things will start growing. The right things will start growing. That relationship that was dying will start growing. That business that was comatose will start growing. Oh, matra lebros. Hey. Matakalabam. Cloud burst of rain. Rain so much from a little crowd. May God shut the mouth of the people saying their cloud is small. But the size of rain that will come from the cloud. Oh, I wish somebody will pray and begin to thank God. And say, Lord, I know why the cloud was small. You wanted to shut the mouth of my critics. You wanted to shut down people who didn't believe there's a God in Zion. If you did it in a big way at the beginning, they will believe. But you want to show them that God takes the small things to confound the great things. He shines light out of nowhere and disgraces darkness. Things happen fast. What are the things that are slow in your life? Why don't you take them to God and say, all I need is a cloud. And a cloud is like God just giving you something intangible. Something you cannot hold. But something you know that is God. 
Because God cannot be seen. God cannot be held. So when God moves, he moves in seemingly intangible ways to achieve very positive, masterful things in the physical. It says the word that I speak, they are spirit and life. They are quick and powerful. You can't hold words. You can't see words. Words are like clouds. When God wants to do something, the Bible says he does nothing before, but he speaks it out. And he says, what I speak will never return to me void. It will go and accomplish the purpose for which I spoke it. The word of God is like a mist. Uh, it's like a cloud. Thank you for the cloud. The clouds become clouds of glory. Oh, Jehovah God. Thank you for the cloud. Ahab, move fast. Because my reign is going to surprise you. You may be the king, but you will see something this time. Because the songwriter says, I never see anyone like you. 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 I never see, I never see anyone like you. I never see, I never see anyone like you. I never see, I never see anyone like you. The one that can make things happen very fast. The one that can change things with a little cloud. We never see anyone like you. We never see. We never see anyone like you. We never see. We never see anyone. The God of sure enough. The God of sure enough. The God that makes things happen fast. The God that uses cloud. To start a rainstorm. Oh, I never see. I never see anyone Yes, we never see. 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 Yes,
Can you lift up your hands to God? His servant says, I can't see a thing. The question is now, can you see something? Even if you are blind, the rain will almost drown you. For every voice that says, I can't see what God is doing in your life. The flurry and, and, and the torrential amount of blessing will drown out the voices of discontent. Every voice that criticizes the word of God in our lives will be shut down by the rain of God's blessings. Go ahead, say amen for yourself, amen for your family. Can I, can I talk to you? I have had many experiences with God. I have had a time the doctor said they could see cancer. And I said, you won't see anything. And when they checked, they said, we don't know where it went. I have seen where the doctors say that my wife is impossible for her to conceive because she doesn't ovulate at all. And she, she keeps doing ovulation to her. I said, no, no, stop doing ovulation to her. Is it, is it ovulation you want or is it pregnancy? In every pack of pre- ovulation tests, there's a pregnancy. Use that one. Or more positive. I never see anyone like you. I never see anyone like you. Bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. You see, many times you're trying to hold the cloud. You see, because we're so physical, if we can't hold the cloud, we can't believe God. Clouds are not meant to be held. Clouds are not meant to be held. It's just a signal that God is up to something in your life. The cloud was small, but don't call my cloud small. I can see for myself. But out of the small, God will do the big. Can I tell you something? I wish you will understand what I'm talking about today. How many know that you have a cloud already? There's God inside that cloud. And our cloud is going to grow. And things are going to happen very fast. And when you see the cloud, celebrate don't say the cloud is small. Don't say I can't touch it. Don't let somebody say, but the cloud is very small. Don't let somebody say, but I can't see anything. No, 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 don't do that. You have a responsibility to trust God. You have a responsibility to believe God because God does physical things out of intangible place. Are you there? I'm going to let you sing that song one more time. Let's see anyone like you. I never 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 see anyone like you.
share one more thing with you and perhaps we'll sing this song or another song. I don't know. I was meditating on this cloud thing. Very small, very far away. You see, if the cloud was near, maybe it would look real. But when a cloud is small and far away, but that's how God works. I'll share with my staff the story of two possibly friends or sisters in the book of Ruth. I don't have time to read it. They married brothers. The brothers died. Their father died. The father of the of the of their of their husbands died. The, the husbands, both of them died. They are Moabites ladies. So only the mother of the, the hus- late husbands was alive. And one day she said she's going. That is the only connection they have to claim that they've ever been married before. Those days when your husband dies young, nobody wants to touch you. It's as if something is wrong with you. So when the woman was going, they wanted to follow her. And she got to a point, they said, no, go back. I don't have any husband I can give you. Maybe somebody will marry you. You know what that, that kind of news is? It's called dead end news. Not bad news, dead end. That is the end of the story. Don't follow me anymore. There's nothing for you. One looked at it and said, I accept dead end news. I want you to hear me very well. The other says, I believe God for good news. Opa said, I accept dead end news. It doesn't matter whoever gives you a full stop. Don't take it. Ruth said, dead news, dead end news, no. Good news, I believe. It says, wherever you go, I will go. I will follow you. From that point on, from that dead end news came the sweetest news that she will marry Boaz and Boaz would be one of the ancestors, the great grandfather of David the king and David the king is, a, Jesus is called the son of David, out of a dead end news. My question is, if both of them decided to follow Naomi, none of them accepted the dead end news, do you know their portion will have been alike. There's no prophecy in the Bible that only one woman was going to make it. And that woman is not only mentioned in the Bible, she has a whole book to her name. Saint of God, can I tell you something? You will meet dead end news from people. You will decide whether you will accept it or you will not accept it. Beyond dead end news is your good news. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said beyond dead end news is really where your good news is. One turn back, we never heard of her again. Never heard of her again. And the person that gave the dead end news didn't mean bad. The same Elijah gave Elisha dead end news. Go back. Said it three times. Elisha said, I will never go back. Dead end news tells you your double portion blessing can never happen. Dead end news will tell you you can never get married. Dead end news will say you can never get healed. Dead end news will say you can never grow. But do I have some saints who will go beyond the dead end news and look to God for good news? I just want you to lift up your hand and just bless the name of the Lord anyway. That doesn't sound like good news. If you want to give me good news, give me good news. Please, somebody... 
Father, we thank you. Lift up your hand to the Lord. Father, we thank you. We will not accept any dead end news from anybody. We'll hold on to the good news of God. Because as you did it for Ruth, out of nothing, a small cloud of faith was all that she had in a woman that had passed menopause. She knew not where she was going. She had no job. And good news like never before came to somebody that was never qualified. I want to thank the God who gives a little cloud of faith, a little cloud of hope, a little cloud, just a little cloud. I never see anyone like you. 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 The God of sure enough. The God that makes things happen very fast. The God that helps you to overtake those that are far ahead of you. Father, we come to thank you. Because beyond every dead end news, we know that you are God that makes a way where there used to be no way. You said you'll make a way in the wilderness. You bring water out of the rock. Our, our path will never lead to a dead end. Because we serve a living God. And Father, thank you for the cloud of our faith. Thank you for the cloud of our hope. Thank you for the word of God that you can't hold but says is a season of good news. Thank you because you're faithful to perform what you say. And whatever you say will not return to you void. It will accomplish good news, ecstatically good news, uh, bountiful, joyful good news in all the lives of all everyone that is in church today. And I want you to shout a loud amen and amen. I never see anyone like you. 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 Before you sit down, when you hold somebody's hand for me and say, not only is God going to move, God is going to move very fast in your life. Begin to pray for that person. Your cloud is going to cause something to shift very fast. 
your testimony will arrive very fast. The change in your family will happen so very fast. The Bible says things happen fast. The season of no news is go slow time. The season of good news after good news after good news, things will suddenly take a different turn. Sure enough, it's going to happen. Blessed be God, it's going to happen. Everyone that says they can't see anything that God is doing in your life, they will come and repent. They will say, I wish I never said that. A cloud burst of rain will drench every naysaker, silence every critic, change every 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 decision people have made about you things will happen very fast very fast hallelujah Thank you, Father Lord. We give you praise, O oh God, for things taking a different turn. Blessed be your name, O oh God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I said, sure enough, things are going to happen very fast. I want the right kind of amen. I said, sure enough, things are going to happen very fast for you and you and you and you and you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah.